0: secure attachment there are different attachment styles and we know that the first five years of a child's life is so important to their well-being in terms of how they attach who they attach to so what are the different forms of attachment and how can you create secure attachment for a young one maybe you've got a kid uh, in your life your own child or maybe a grandkid Uh, we're talking about it with our guest who's a postdoctoral research fellow in the department of psychology out of the university of calgary marissa knivison marissa thanks for making the time i really appreciate it Yeah, thank you so much for having me on. You co-wrote an article for theconversation.com talking about um, children's secure attachment and just how important it is for, for setting the stage for positive well-being for a kid. So let's just define attachment because there are different attachment styles, right? So what are we really talking about here?
1: Yeah, so it really depends on who you ask, which you know, camp of research you're in. But for me, I've always thought of attachment as sort of this relationship between a parent and a child and how a child knows that their parent will be there for them if they're upset, if their parent can comfort them, this kind of idea that they have this secure base that's there for them. So attachment is really just the idea that... You have that relationship support,
0: so there's a couple a couple different ways that attachment can formulate. You can have secure attachment or you can have insecure attachment. Can you kind of clarify what each might look like?
1: Yeah, so insecure attachment versus secure attachment is really about how a child and a parent respond to one another. So we see insecure attachment that parents are responsive and sensitive and help their child when they fall and of course these are all true of insecure attachments but there are different sub kind of uh identifiers which we won't get into but it's more so about the child the parent not always knowing what to do or maybe they are not as around or involved as much and so this idea that maybe a child has the understanding that maybe their parent isn't as there for them as you know we typically would see in a secure relationship.
0: So a secure attachment is about the parent's response, the ability to respond to that child in, in basically any and every situation, right?
1: Yes and no. So it, it is really a bi-directional relationship. We do see that children with different temperaments and different behaviors elicit different reactions and different caregivers. So it really is about that balanced relationship. And not every moment is critical and necessary in forming an attachment relationship. It's really a culmination of events, like across the whole like, first year of life and beyond. So you, parents don't have to be on their A game 100% of the time, always.
0: <laughs> And worry that they're, you know, risking insecure attachment. But it is something that's really important to to understand and to be paying attention to because this could set up the child's, you know, kind of future um, positive well being or 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 well being in maybe a negative way. So, what does the data suggest about how just how important it is to form that secure attachment?
1: Yeah. So we actually kind of see secure attachment kind of like the foundation to a house that you're building. So the stronger it is, the the better you're able to construct a solid, firm standing house. That's not to say that you can't go back in later and re-up the foundation. That's not to say that maybe one aspect of the foundation is going to lead to some leaks. I'm not in construction if this metaphor wasn't clear enough. Um, (laughs) But it really is, we do find that Secure attachment does lead to these other well-being processes across the lifespan, and so we definitely encourage it. That's our goal as researchers, clinicians, practitioners. But that's not to say that you know insecure attachment can't also be remedied. That you still can't have positive well-being if maybe you don't have
0: secure attachment. So, what are some what are some ways that uh, or some tools that, that a parent can use in order to create that secure attachment? What does a parent do?
1: it seems kind of like this big like mystical thing but honestly if you think about it especially in the first year of life infant crying is really the only way of communication tool that they have so just knowing that your child is crying because it's, there's a reason because they're trying to communicate with you and, and like our bodies are naturally like uh, physiologically aroused to hear infant crying and it can be stressful but just even having that awareness of like they need this from me, I want to make them feel safe. Having that motivation and that awareness is really the first main step.
0: How important is it that the parent is the one that's creating this secure attachment? Can other caregivers provide this as well?
1: Oh, definitely. So not every relationship is an attachment relationship, but every relationship has the capacity to be one. So we are using the term parents because that's typically what we see, but you know, there's other caregivers, there's grandparents, there's aunts, uncles, even teachers, people like this. And we find that their support, although may not be like the primary caregiver, is still beneficial, still helpful to have that network of support.
0: What about instances where um, parenting can get really difficult and you know maybe you're dealing with your own issues or your own overwhelm and maybe you don't respond in a way that you're necessarily proud of can can you remedy that? Is that going to create a, a negative situation with the child? Yeah so
1: again it depends on how often this is occurring to what extent one or two bad moments, three or four bad moments they're not gonna you know, define the rest of your child's attachment however like I said parenting is extremely difficult and challenging even like without dealing with you know own personal things Um, there's a great resource um, called the circle of security they really help parents to kind of identify what their own like triggers are with parenting and how to navigate through those and they have a lot of resources to kind of just understand that and then even more so resources if you want to you know, participate in like the intervention or seek out other help if you find that that's where where you need
0: to be. Marissa, what do you hope that this research provides? what's your what's your goal by looking into this?
1: Ultimately, I've always been um, a big advocate of attachment for the reason that, you know, try as we might, not every child forms a secure attachment, but that doesn't mean that later in life, across the entire lifespan, Um, doesn't mean that a person can't improve themselves, improve their relationships and heal from past things. So I've always found attachment to be this kind of inspirational idea that even if we can't control where we're from or even if we can't control the circumstances of our environment, we have
0: this opportunity across our entire lifespan to try to improve it. Okay, Marissa, thank you so much for your work and for your time today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Of course. That's Marissa Nivison, postdoctoral research fellow in the Department of Psychology out of the University of Calgary, talking about children's secure attachment, setting the stage for positive well-being. And it's all about that serve and return response via the parent and the child.